This is Tim McDonald of Oblivion Myth. This is Keith Smith. This is Bob Schultz, the drummer for Oblivion Myth. You're listening to Music City Metal. Turn it up. This goes up to 11. You are about to enter the electric fishbowl with DJ Fish. We are metal. We are family. What? <laughs> A beautiful way to start. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Music City Metal. And uh, one of the original... You guys were, I think, second or third guest ever when I started doing this a couple years ago. Second or r- right at the top. Wow. What is that? Before I had no, cl- I had no clue what I was doing. Was now that, I have some clue, but. <laughs> was, that, was that in 2016 or 17? 17, I think. Okay. We, we were doing the intense radio thing, and I was about right. starting that. It, we were, I was kind of going in between, but, um, you know, the first thing, we, we have a, a new album that has just come out. Well, will be out by the time this episode airs and we're going to talk about fish fest a little bit but i want to go backwards for what to last year to the party and uh the night before the iron maiden concert at hard rock Hmm. that was that was one of the best it was a fantastic week because fish fest was that following week and had my birthday in the middle of the week and got a great gift and iron maiden that that whole week was just phenomenal for me last year but Man, oh man, was that a fun night! It was, it was super memorable. How did, uh, how did it feel? Well, I mean, it's everybody's dream. I mean, you're in a cover band, and members of the bands that you're covering show up and play with you. That does not happen. I mean, I know. I, I, I Richie Faulkner, exactly. you know, even once. said, "I don't know, like on Blabbermouth or one of the sites." He said that we have numerous opportunities to get up on stage, and it's never in hell going to happen. He said, but in this instance, the bands were really good. Wow. And uh, that was huge for me because, I mean, Richie Faulkner told me like three times, he's like, you did a great job on Beyond the Realms of Death and Down in Flames, mate. You know, he said it like three man, times, man. so he must have meant it, right? And um, that was wonderful. And then Steve Harrison shows up and Iron Maiden is there. Sitting I mean, there like, I mean, literally, yeah. I, I, you know, just he was fully into it. He wasn't like there socializing and looking around. He was paying attention, but, you know, yeah. all of them were. Yeah. Well, it's like where Steve and Nico were standing watching Iron Tribe, I had this bright light right in my eye, and I could not see them standing there watching us. When they first came in, they, they sat down immediately, and it was kind of bizarre to have Steve Harris look at me on stage, and I'm about to play your songs, dude. Yeah, and... Man. um. I didn't get to meet them. They were they were being hounded by all kinds of people just yeah. trying to get a picture with them. Yeah. The only contact I had was Nico when he walked up on stage and shook my hand. Yeah. Got behind the kit. <laughs> he hugged yeah. a few other people, you know, and shook hands and got behind the kit. Next thing you know, we're playing a couple songs with Nico, and I treated it like, well it's game on now you know and you got you got to deliver the goods and it was such a bizarre experience for me and cool because i i everyone took a deep breath and it was overcapacitated that <laughs> yeah. night they had they had like well they had people oh, there's like a hundred people down the street waiting to get in yeah well Sold i think out. it once the word got out mm-hmm. because in the, yeah. the the first couple hours were great I, we were mingling around and then they start trickling in right and as soon as a post went on all of a sudden it was it it was packed i was so glad we got there early they had like I, 50 to 100 people more than they were yeah, supposed to right. upstairs and they were all the way down the elevator and down through the restaurant and down the block from what they told me yeah and it was also the speakers were broadcasting the live band 
down whoever you know oh, the man. live ba- band stage cool. music was out on the street and um so like when nico got behind the kit i heard i heard everyone take a deep breath they were just sucking their air in their lungs and they all and the sound of all these phones came out <laughs> and i was like this is weird wow did you but, get a lot of good footage we recorded a lot mary and i recorded so, yeah. a whole bunch yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean it's hard to you know Holding the phones, not that. I mean, you capture the moment, but but that that was uh, that was definitely like a. Um, we will always remember that night. Yeah, it's it was very rewarding to be a part of that, and we're very thankful to God for an opportunity like that. I mean, we got to share the stage with these guys, and you know, once yeah. Well, was, congratulations! I I was just happy for you. I mean, I yeah. not only just had a great time, like oh, hell yeah, it's got to be a moment there. Yeah, but uh, very memorable. I can remember well, like it was yesterday. You know, special thanks to like Don Carr for bringing it all together. Man, of of Noise Cult, and uh, you know, Don and I started Iron Tribe, and um, you know, with him working for Iron Maiden, you know, right. Had the the lighting guy was on the lighting director was on guitar, the drum tech was on the drums for oh, a couple songs. And, and isn't the guy that plays Eddie on tour came out in the Eddie costume for Iron Tribe, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. that that too. Yes. That happened we did too. get that. We, yeah. we were recording that. I didn't get to see Janet was... when he walked in, but after we were done playing, Adrian was still there. Yeah. yeah. And um, that was some evening. Oh, yeah, it was. I want to talk about this new album. So since then, have you, you guys haven't played much since last year right when was the last time no you did oblivion meth show that was at the was mercy the Rebel- lounge mercy lounge like two years ago wow yeah well, other than that the, long other huh? than the gma that yeah october 30 october 30 that was after the mercy i believe yes. it was yes the mercy was like july I we played for the georgia metal alliance back in october on halloween in 2018 but it was a private party show right, right. It was, okay yeah, yeah but it was still last it's been a while it's huh? been two years yeah july of 18 at mercy lounge the last Oblivion Myth show in Tennessee. Yeah. Wow. We've been working out I think the last one I was at was the Revel, and that's not even open anymore. Revelry? Yeah, the Revel. Yeah, the it's Revelry. been a long time. It's actually been three years since we played there. Yeah. And that place is closed. Wow. Yeah. Well, we got some new music to play. What, what have you guys been doing now? The Obviously, what plans change for everyone this year. Um, we're still going to do Fish Fest and, and do what we can with it, but what uh, – What's on the horizon? I mean, you plan on hitting the road if you can, or just doing the festival thing? Well, we would like to play anywhere and everywhere as much as possible. Yeah. So uh, we are, you know, I'm sending, you know, the word out to everybody, whether it's booking or, you know, interview guys, uh, radio shows like yours, and and just trying, you know, and just contacting them and letting them know that hey, we got a new album. You know, you know. Even though the world has changed, I'm still going to send the, the emails out and whatever opportunity. Because you don't know if there's right. there's some opportunities that it might still happen. But you got to get the word out and let them know that this is happening. Oblivion Myth has a new album, and we want to go places because it is an independent release. We were right. trying to shop at some and to some companies, and we did, and. Uh, they, uh, we, we did get an offer, kind of, sort of, but um, we just deemed it not that we didn't want to do that. Yeah. So we just basically decided to, re- to release it independently. 
So, do, I mean, doing the, the way it's been happening, uh, you know, using the two major ones here, Spotify and Apple Music, um, what uh, what bands, like, I've discovered other bands listening to a band that I like, and they'll, you know, you get the suggestion down below, hey, you might like. Yeah. So, did you guys, what were your target bands that you listed to try and get other, you know, for new people to discover you guys, you know? Well, really haven't done that. Yeah, I think uh, I think you just told us something we need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. You know, I, I I've discovered bands overseas like that. I'm like, dang, you know, some German metal. Like, mm-hmm. man, Spotify to me does a a, a, a really good job at it. Well, but that you have to go in and follow the artist, right? Yeah, and, and you know, and I had just logged in my Spotify account. Um, you know, the band doesn't really have a Spotify account. You know. Our music is hosted and okay. and yes. launched and and you know through a company called TuneCore. Oh, do they like generate an RSS feed, something like yeah. that, similar to podcasting? It, well, yeah, it goes it goes out to all the channels. Yeah, okay, it goes out to so all the apps. Kind of syndicated. So when I logged into to my personal Spotify account and I'm looking at the album, it's got all the suggestions below it because it's part of that category. You mm. know, so it's kind of like an auto generated thing. Uh, the style of our music and here's the other artists down below that's what i saw when i logged in and pandora does the same thing but i'm still searching for that pandora um i'm still searching for our music on pandora it's supposedly it's out there somewhere but i cannot find it yeah 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 i don't use that much but i mean when you have the two the two paid ones but anyway so you guys been working on this album a long time it got delayed a little bit but what what is there anything you guys did differently from the last time or oh yeah different yeah go for it Tim. well um one of the things that we did is half the album were done as demos in a studio so that once the band picked them up and started to learn the songs we just went back in and edited those studio projects we replaced you know some guitars with keith you know we had um a demo drummer you know a session drummer in there luca yeah. Um, oh, you sure. Know Luca. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm not going to try and say his last name. Sorry. Yeah. Luca, I love you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Luca Stone, I think, is what he went with. But now he did uh, the demos with me and Curtis Erdick, and then Ryan Mark is our new bass player, and the f- four of us did half the album as demos, and then we were able just to come back in and you know add new tracks and just take those studio projects and finish them, and that's totally different than how we did Inside the Mirror. And um, the other thing, too, is that I like having guest stars. And we brought in three backup singers this time so that the choirs would be much richer oh, yeah. and a lot more layered. I'm, Give it I have lead coffee. singer disease. I'm not really all that great at harmonizing. <laughs> so um, I brought in, you know, good singers. Um, you know, Cat uh, Fritchman and Carmen Sanders and Vicki Reed are all local you know, powerhouse vocalists that um, really made the music a lot richer. All right. Well, I'm ready to hear one. Robert, you want to uh, tell us about Thousand Years? Thousand Years. This is a, uh, Tim has a penchant for European metal. And um, (laughs) he always always likes to write songs that are just a little bit faster than what I can play on the drums on a double kick. (laughs) So I had to, I had to do some homework to try to learn to play this stuff. Um, and uh, but anyway, this song was a song. I remember we we this was the one and only tune that we did 
that we demoed with Keith and Tim and I in the studio, um, actually at Curtis's. It was written, there's always a new song that comes up in the middle of the project. Mm. On the last album, it was Battle Angels. And this one, it was Thousand Years. Oh, wow, cool. Well, so we wrote it during the studio production. Yeah, we just did a quick demo of it, basically. And we just, and and it was funny because I remember thinking at the time, you know, hearing it, and then we, you know, kind of played it. And it was just a rough demo. It was just to get an idea down. And I remember thinking, wow, this song is going to be really good. Um, And it it was just the quality of the material, and, and it has a great message. I mean, you know, it's it's about God a thousand years. I mean, and it's um, got the Euro metal goodness. Um, the guys like to tease me about liking you know what they call polka metal. <laughs> polka metal. I've been listening metal, to yeah. some folk metal actually. Well, it's not. I got sucked it's, into. It's that. not folk metal, but I but mean, you know, I, I know it gets Euro metal. Song. You know, power metal. It's really it follows a formula. You got double yeah. bass drums. You have a melody that goes up and down the scales. You know. It's that same, it's always like that. And I love that kind of music, so I wanted to write a song like that. Well, here it is. Coming up a little bit later in the episode, uh, more details on Fish Fest coming up October 24th, Oblivion Myth. I mean, you, there are bands coming there playing for the first time, and then like you got y'all Cage Lions, man, ready to bust back out. So I think there's going to be some high, I, I know there's going to be some high energy performances. So come on out, rain or shine, we got food well um, we're going to talk about uh, some of the the giveaways that we have um uh, to raise money for the american foundation for suicide prevention that'll be coming up in the fish bowl with tim keith and robert oblivion myth here it is thousand years
In Your Arms is the new album from Oblivion Myth. You're listening to Music City Metal. Wow, man. Yes, very different. A very different uh, solo style for you. Kind of like somewhere between the late great Eddie there and Ingve. I know it's just the roles and yeah, and, faster. Um, and and from what Tim says, you know, a lot of Richie Blackmore. And I was like playing and listening to a lot of Richie, like the, you know, his Rainbow years. And um, uh, I was probably getting a little bit stagnant. Um, before we started working on this project, you know, I had gotten kind of stagnant in my guitar playing and solos and whatnot. And, but once we started putting together the songs that I had for this new album, which is album, our third album, um, our second one with Tim, Tim is, Tim had his batch of songs and I had mine, we put it together and it caused for me to really step out of my box and to really step out of what I normally do on the on the guitar, and it was the coaching and insight that I got from Tim McDonald and Curtis Erdick, and it and um, I got molded and shaped and coached and and I ended up doing stuff that I thought I didn't I never even thought about it ever doing you know and so I really and I and listening to the album now I'm. Very, very. Yeah, happy. I don't know. I'm very, very, very happy diff- about how everything turned out because, because one thing about Oblivion Myth, we wanted to keep on raising the bar on our faith through our music, yeah. But also raising the bar on our musical abilities and our songwriting. We want everything to be raised up. But uh, what I thought we would do is uh, play this diadem here in the background when we talk mm-hmm. about Fish Fest. Um. We have some stuff to give away and all that, and I just wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Lone Wolf uh, brother Ben Dixon and his wife Stacy. Thank you so much for your kind donation. They had given us a bunch of tickets, four pair for the uh, dinner and movie theater over there in Hermitage, and then four, uh, uh, four tickets to go through the haunted house. And those things aren't cheap, so that will be part of our raffle at Fish Fest to go to fishproductions.rocks. And you guys will have your full merch set up, right? Yes. You have your stuff? You guys got yes. some of the coolest merch. Uh, got anything new? Because I bought um, the full I'm package last time. <laughs> I don't know if they'll be ready. Don't, we before. will have some new shirts. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if they'll be ready because things are behind in the world. So, it, um, well, we've, we'll see. We chose a shirt design that is fabulous, but... The people that sell the shirts don't add art to it. So we're having to procure a bunch of these really cool shirts and then go to a printer and say, okay, now put our logo on it and stuff. It's just, oh, you know, it's, it is pretty it's easy the now. weird world of doing it yourself. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it, it's become easier. We've done that a little bit with Pastor Bob. But uh, so Diadem, what we just listened to, the first mm-hmm. track on the album, someone composed that for you. You, yes. you mentioned you want to talk about it. Yes, was, Ryan, our bass it? player, Ryan Mark. He composed that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, and, and it was so amazing watching the guy work because, you know, the, the opening melody in Thousand Years, it's like... So I just hummed that. And he took it and, like, created this amazing symphonic work, you know, like he's Beethoven watching him work with his laptop and his software. And he's... Okay. Well, what's amazing about Ryan is that he's a music teacher. He knows theory cold. And what... I just was fascinated to see was that while he was composing that in software, he knows the role of every instrument in a symphony. So, you know, he's like saying, oh, you wanted, oh, that's a kettle drum, you know, and he's just like, mm-hmm. 
and I, I was blown away. The guy's Some probably the best kept secret that. in Nashville. Yeah, I have a friend that way too. And I, I mean, obviously, we all know how classical and metal just are overlapped, you know, in so many ways. They're like that, that. Yeah, they're like that. They yeah. go together beautifully. Mm-hmm. They do. It's Ryan, yeah. he's been with us for almost three years. That's it. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. came. See, he, uh, he came to us. I got um, hit in the head hard. Early 2018. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we actually played audio feed hot sticky up there that year which i i did i did mention up on on stage and got kind of emotional about it it's only because like in 1990 when it was cornerstone it was in grays lake illinois Uh and that's where i'm from i'm from lake county illinois and i was there and the holy soldier was playing and i surrendered to jesus (laughs) that was it at that show i was like that's awesome you know you never forget that moment right yeah Especially yes. when, it's, when music's involved. You and know? I, I was able to get Terry Russell, the drummer, on the phone, and I told him that. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> that was last That's year. Awesome. That was last year when I was looking for a drummer for Vengeance Rising. I was trying. I was helping. Yes. I was looking. Yeah, I was, he I was, was digging in. He was, was having. That was the thing he had the most difficult time with. I was scouting around trying to find players for for Roger. Uh, yeah. We're gonna play. I want to play another new one. Um, Slow burn. Ooh. Who wants to talk about introduce it or I, anything I special? This looks like I'd, I'd this like is to, all Robert. I'd like to start, but then I'd like for him to finish, if you don't mind. Go, go ahead. Um, okay. Because the the tale of this song is actually kind of curious. Um, Keith came in with a blues riff. It was really cool. Kind of Hendrixy. He's playing it with a wah pedal. I'm like, that's really cool. It's something different. We've never done that. I love the bluesy thing. He has a hidden talent for blues, actually. That's some of some of his best chops actually blues and rock are one of the right. same too so i'm thinking okay we got a song it's bluesy what am i going to call it i'm like slow burn that's a good blues sounding song it sounds like it came out of you know the delta or something and then i'm saying okay slow burn this is it could be about the undying fires of hell right it is a very slow burn for eternity right, right. and then we realized a uh, kind of a biblical anomaly uh, is it Mark nine forty four? Yes. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Bibles skip from forty three to forty five, and there is a verse forty four, and it's just him repeating that where the worm dieth not and the burning has you know that mm. Bible verse. So we like felt like we discovered a biblical anomaly that nine forty four is out of a lot of Bibles. It skips from forty three to forty five, which is really weird because. Why would you do that, right? right? It's just strange. But, yeah, so all those things happened, and then suddenly something else happened. Bob? Yeah. Wow, there's a segue. <laughs> so yeah. um, in in the midst of this album, um, let's see, well, it was th- th- – I had performed all my drum tracks prior to what I'm about to say happened. So um, – went in the studio a couple of different times, but anyway, everything was done. But on uh, July 23rd of 2019, um, I was involved in an unfortunate accident where, um, I, I won't, uh, just long story short, um, I was trying to burn some brush and there was an electrical discharge from a windmill and I was trying to use gasoline to ignite a fire and I didn't know that there was an electrical discharge, the wind went, and I was caught in a fireball. Wow. I was I was wearing a shorts I was wearing a t-shirt I was wearing long pants and um, it was a flat it was a flash like you know when gasoline ignites it just goes boof you know and you know I was the next second I was I was engulfed in flame you know it wasn't in front of me I was like in flame 
So, like anyone else would, I, just, I, I leaped out of it. I, I dropped a gas can that I had, and I tucked in and I rolled on Jeez. the ground. And it's really funny because the day before, when I was doing prep work, it was a big brush pile that I was trying to, to get rid of for my mother-in-law on her on her um, on her on her farmland on her on her you know her house and um i remember thinking the day before if anything happens if, if on fire just just tuck and roll just you know drop and roll and that was a very uh forthright thought that i had the day before um very present thought so when that moment happened i i jumped about you know about four steps and then i just i tucked and I rolled and while i was wow. when i was rolling the thought was in my mind, and, I, and it was the Holy Spirit. Um, keep rolling. When I was about ready to stop, so I did. So I rolled some more. Um, in the midst of that time, I didn't hear it, but you know, with my mother-in-law, because my wife was there inside the house along with my mother-in-law, the the, the half-filled uh, gas can of five gallons, so I had about two and a half gallons, had exploded. Wow. I probably when I was rolling, I didn't hear it because I was. Sure. A, a little man, preoccupied yeah. while I was rolling because yeah. I didn't know if I was on fire or not. All I knew is I was in fire. I, I I threw my hands up after dropping the gas can and I said, "Oh Jesus!" And it wasn't a curse word. It was like, "Oh Jesus, help me!" Yeah. You know, I was calling on sure. the Lord, and he and he he also spoke to me in that moment about my life and, wow. and about things that I had in my heart that. I had a really hard time with dealing with him. I, there was a lot of stuff in my heart that was deep down. You know, I have a special needs son, and my wife has had chronic health problems for a lot of years. You know, and I did everything good growing up and in Christian school. And it's like, Lord, I didn't, I didn't sign up for this life. I didn't sign up to have all of these struggles with my family. You know, I should be blessed. I should be, um, you know, life should be a lot better than this, than than all this crap that I'm going through. And, um, you know, I would try to pray, but, you know, my, my relationship with him was was farther away than it should have been. Um, you know, never abandoning the Lord, but it's like I was trying to deal with all these negative emotions. Mm-hmm. I would push them down, and I would try to just, you know, I'm just waiting. I'm just hanging on until, you know, we're believing for healing and, and for God to show up. And um, uh, for 20 years, you know, I'm trying to deal with all that, and I could push those emotions down, but then they would come back up. Sure. I could never get rid of him. I could never get rid of him. And he showed me. He's like, when I was in the midst of the fire, he spoke to me. And he said, you know, basically, the, the thought was, the, the path that you're on, that you're, you're, you're not, you know, your, your relationship with me is not growing. You're choosing this, which was right in the middle of the flame, which was hell. Oh, man. He spoke to me in that moment. As fast as it happened, yeah, I was probably in that flame for no longer than a second and a half. Um, but he spoke to me, and he prodded my heart, and he knew what I needed. And you know what's amazing about that? Is, I mean, after I got up, I knew that I was hurt. I was in shock. You know, I had black skin hanging off me. I mean, it was, you know, I spent 12, 12, 11 or 12 yeah. days in a burn unit, and I had therapies and stuff for months after. I was off work seven weeks. Um but he spared me in, 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 the, in the time that I was so angry with God, so angry with God, um, waiting for him to show up. He was merciful, and I was hurt the least amount that I could have been hurt. It didn't burn his hair. Oh, yeah. How amazing is that? Right? I, I, That's what I mean. Actually, the presence of angels. Did on like the front. That, there's no other way to explain that kind of stuff. I, that, you know, that there's something divine that happens, and you have these moments. I've had, I can count on one hand where I've had 
intense moments where I believe God was speaking to me. But, you know, that's uh, quite a story, brother. So birth this, this birth slow burn, lyrics to slow burn, so, so, is slow, this part of it? Let me say one, well, let me say one other thing. Um, that So all of that stuff I had in my heart that I was trying to give, all that negative emotion, he got rid of immediately. He, it was it's gone. Wow. It, was, it was gone, and it's never come back. Yeah, yeah there's still struggles, um, but he has since shown me a whole lot of stuff, and I have a fire burning on the inside of me that I never had prior to that, and it's just funny that it's fire that I was in a fire. Oh, whoa! And I'm, I'm back 100. What a great story! I'm back 100. percent Yeah, I you know, love it's, it. It's it. You know, he the, the Lord is full of mercy, yeah. yes. and so. Um, this is what I tell people. I, I say, please make sure that you know Jesus and that he knows you because being in fire is no fun at all. Unfortunately, when Scripture talks about hell, it's not allegorical. A lot of people like to say that. Oh, God wouldn't send someone to hell. That's God doesn't wish anyone to go to hell. But that's why Jesus came and he did everything he did and went through all of the brutality of the beating and the cross and taking the meat off his back and everything that he went through so that our sins could be forgiven and put on Jesus because he became sin. So God doesn't want anyone to go to hell, and he loves us that much that he sent Jesus down to do that. Amen. So, anyway, Amen. so slow, slow burn, nope, hell wow, is not powerful. meant for man. It's meant for the devil and his angels. But unfortunately, that's where unforgiven sin has to be. So anyway, I digress to team for the lyrics on this song. Go ahead and play the song. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what can you say after yeah. that? I mean, yeah. We just got to play the song. Um, I've got something. I will, one, I, thing, one thing I will say about this song is that, um, you know, the original uh, first album singer for Oblivion Myth, Andy Freeman, he's been our, our producer, mix, and master guy for the last two albums. He does a great job. And um, Three. On, yeah, okay. Three. Okay. On, uh, the song Slow Burn is actually one of the ones where I think he actually did the most production and added keyboards and what was kind of a bluesy, funky song. He added uh, some really nice minor key, kind of more tragic elements to the song with keyboards and, and backup vocals and things. Um, so, yeah, this is actually one of the ones that he produced the most. All right, I'm stoked to hear it. Here it is, Oblivion Myth, Slow Burn. Fantastic story there, gentlemen. Um, love it, man. Praise God. Yeah.
slow burn music city metal in this studio with the oblivion myth wow so how long um is the album entirely you did this is full release it's over an hour 58 minutes yeah 58 it's almost 60 minutes, minutes. Yeah, nice totally. nice lot of music oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we don't like, we don't do eps yeah not that there's anything wrong with that no if, right. it, if it were to go on vinyl right. it'd be you know a double vinyl yeah record <laughs> 11 songs including the intro right yeah yeah fantastic yeah so it's just like, came out and i want i know you want to say something to wrap up slow burn something on your heart because i mean obviously this is a very emotional powerful thing for all of you guys wait so uh, well i would say speaking for the, the you know all of the songs on the album there's a lot of worship and praise moments that within the lyrics that happen even when we're at practice wow. it's almost like worship and it's a, it's yeah, I, I feel, feel this, I feel this album is very deeply spiritual um, and um, in our in our faith and in the lyrics the, the words really speak to us and we pray that these that the the, the lyrics of this album will speak to others sure. and yeah. um, it's also uh, the second time around, uh, or just to put someone in a state of worship too. Right, like you know, exactly. I have certain like wedding party was one that yeah. did that for me, where I could not not weep on a certain song. It just put me in a place. But exactly, it's I could see that it's done it to you guys. It's but the Holy it's Spirit. Very evident. Yeah, it's it, the, yeah. There's no other way to explain that. It's, the it's Holy God's Spirit. Holy Spirit and affects yeah. your relationship. You well, know. It's like I've said to people. Um, it's like you, you know what's heavier than heavy metal? The Holy Spirit. Oh wow. Yeah, way heavier. Love and, it. And um, this is our second album with Tim, and we've got many more to do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but what he, we experienced of, uh, during the, the making of Inside the Mirror, um, we definitely felt demonic, devilish attack on our personal lives. And and for me personally and I and I bet the other guys too have, have gone through some stuff in the making of in your arms just heavy just oh, demonic yeah. attack and it's like the, it's almost like you know it's most likely a very true fact that the enemy did not want us to no, make yeah. this album it, it, and it, the, things, always the things that we're talking about and saying in our lyrics praise God and we're and, and it, it reflects yeah. our faith and his word out of the Holy Bible that we were being attacked for that. And whenever you're doing something where you say, I want this song to minister to somebody, put the shield up, man. When when those attacks were coming, it, we just we just pressed in heavy into the Lord. And, um, and it's like, okay, we're making the enemy very mad. We're really? doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Lord, just, we need you. It's you know, and right. um, we can't make it through this without you, and um, and we we just persevere. You know, it's like what Jesus told his apostles. You know, rejoice when men revile you for my sake, right? And if the devil isn't coming down on you and attacking you, then he already so, got you. He's already got you, and he yeah, ain't wasting yeah. time on he's what's not, already in the bag. So, uh, yes, you know, I like it's that actually too, right. you know to be under attack like that. You know, in he's my world, what happens right. is is the minute I wake up, I have an attack on me. I'm negative. I don't want to get up. I don't want to take a shower. I don't want to do anything. 
I just want to lay there and I've got all these voices whispering in my head, you're a fraud, you can't do this. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, discouragement. And, and it's trying to get you to quit. Right. Anything. And, and yeah. I, I recognize it mm-hmm. and then I start to fight back. But it ha- but man, just the most, <laughs> I, you can always tell when God's around, man, because my, my eyes get watery. I don't know. I just feel it. I, you know what I mean? I just, I feel what you guys are doing intently and uh, I love it. That's why I'm so glad you guys were able to come out. And Keith, you, you, uh, I know all you guys have been partaking, but you've done a lot trying to promote this show. And um, I mean, more than some three, four other bands combined. And uh, I I think, yeah, I got more to do. We're going to wrap it up with the title track of the new album. Uh, The album is out and everywhere. Oblivionmyth.com. Nice looking website too. Made some, and the video's out. Thank you. Right, uh, video no, we've got will be coming out when when we broadcast this. Just a couple more days. Couple more. Oh, okay, the so the video one. is out, and YouTube. the first one will be in your arms. The song you're about to play. Oh, all right. And well, the there second, it is. You want to see the music video? The second one will be Thousand Years. The first song you play. Ah, nice. Yeah. How many you plan on doing? Two. Two. <laughs> yeah. They're expensive. Yes, <laughs> yes we they had, are. We yes, had. Okay, are. we're in Lebanon. That's cool. Right now, we're in Lebanon, Tennessee. Right. Yeah. Okay, over at the Capitol Theater. At the end of August, on a Sunday, we spent like ten hours filming two. I saw the the pictures. Two mm-hmm. music videos in a beautiful theater that was built in 1949. Capital Theater, yeah. full, fully restored and it's been open for the past seven years. I'm giving them a lot of plug right yeah. now because they were amazing. They're doing some cool stuff to survive right now. They were doing. I, I like what they're doing. Everybody was like pro and super cool and that. nice, and it was a beautiful theater and it was an honor to be there it was we were so thankful for it and we got two music videos out of it it, it was a blessing this, yeah and, and we have to thank don carr who's you know because of his professional <laughs> associations we had the same video crew that just a week before filmed a video for bon jovi oh wow. and just a couple of weeks later Jeez. they did joe bonamassa oh how nice and our videographer has shot for carrie underwood and like yeah. you know Nice. Three dollars. It looks good. They were great Joey. photos. Whoever did your photos that day, I saw that was the photos. Close. Yeah, did a great job. Yeah. And the video crew was was Don Carr, Craig Anderson, Joey Hera, and Jeb Johnson. Hero. Nice. And you had the, I noticed the singers were there with you too. You oh yeah, everybody. The, yeah, yeah. Oh, everyone. Oh, it's going nice. to be awesome. All right, performance video. It's out. Go to OblivionMyth.com. Pick up on all their socials. You can even get a ticket to Fish Fest there. I believe the link is right there in your page. I saw it, right? Yeah. Yes. So go to OblivionMyth.com. It's some of the coolest merch ever. I, I got the deluxe pack. I hope you're bringing some new stuff to the house this week. I'll hopefully, get something new. Yeah. Hopefully, I, you know. It's the well, new shirts. Or the, the new, new shirts? Yeah. I, I get one. You, hey, yeah, you I always our, buy Have you seen our patches? Uh, no, I do not oh, have. Okay. I, now I have the. We, I have our, the our actually, patches. Are I had this on last right. night too. Then we will. Uh, uh, we will have at least something new. If it, if it, it is, it'll, it'll be like wristband. a CD or it's a patch. Pocket. Oh, the rubber ones. Yeah. Yeah. Those rubber ones. I love those. Yeah, yeah. Me too. You're gonna yeah. love the patches. They're first class. <laughs> well, I hope you bring a two X shirt. Mary's got an, a shirt. I don't have one that quite that large. You didn't have one. If we don't have them, then we'll we'll get everybody's email address. Yeah, I'll let you know when we get them. Well, you do have cool colors. I don't know the green. I always like that that green color on your logo. But one more week, man. I can't wait. I hope we have a wonderful day. And uh, anything you want to say about the last this last song? This is also the one we did with Fish and Martin. Uh, I, the one one thing I wanted to say today is, you know, 
every song on this album is in a different metal style. Right now, you've played Euro power metal. You've played American-style blues metal. This next song is classic British heavy metal. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, while we were making the album, the Bohemian Rhapsody movie was out, Keith and I were listening to a lot of Queen. Mm-hmm. And I think this concept of dabbling in styles really kind of shines through because not two songs, no no two songs are the same style. All right, well. And, but they're all metal. They're just different. You know, that's like saying... You know how many genres and subgenres of metal are there, right? So that's very rich, fertile field to play in. This is one of the songs that that have that sing along chorus type of vibe for me and worship related. Yeah, this because I have heard this one. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one I have heard. Very well put, gentlemen. Thank you guys so much for coming out. We'll come out and uh, chat for a minute. Maybe just say a thing or two. Anyone got something cool to say about Eddie Van Halen? He was a big thing on me, but got to just say something now. Yeah too sad that he's gone but first things first in your arms by oblivion myth this is fish and music city metal
There you have it in your arms, the title track from the new album from Oblivion Myth. Gentlemen, I wish you a lot of success with this and uh, hope you're playing shows weekly really soon, man. Maybe even, you know. Thank you. Or we're, um... Hey, you had uh, some final thoughts about Chris coming back. Not final thoughts, but I wanted to, I wanted to add. <laughs> you wanted uh, to add, okay. Yeah, I wanted That's to make sure that, that, we, that we talk about the return of Chris Selby to the band. Because he's been out of the band for years, almost eight years, and um, as of you know, 2020, he's been with us for about a year and a half, something like oh, nice. that. About a year and a half, he came back, and you know, Chris is very much part of the DNA of of OM. He, you know, because like when when I first moved here 15 years ago, I hooked up with him and Patrick Nickel on drums. Oh. And we worked together for for, for uh, you know six months, and we re- we ended up recording between light and shadow with Andy Freeman. And two years later, Andy ends up being the lead singer, and we put and re released it with Andy as the lead vocals. And um, uh, Chris um, has uh, you know he has his own story to tell of. Uh, ups and downs and uh and reasons why he was in and out of the band um he's got another miracle story to tell no oh, nice. there, but there's a, a there is a there is a miracle story um with chris um so god is back. always makes it you know something to share with someone when you're going through darkness but it ends right. up being something inspiring not only for yourself but who knows for a yeah. seed, man. <laughs> well, you like, just never it, know. Yeah, I mean, it, that. And, and you know, everyone has got their own personal journey, and um, and their own, and which ends up being your own personal testimony that could definitely connect with people who maybe right. who may have gone through the same yeah. thing. and again, or, don't even know that, it or happens. they're they're going through it right yeah. now, and they see someone, um, say like Chris or myself or Bob. Or Tim, or Ryan, and and it's like from what we went through, it kind of gives them hope too. And from for our our perspective, it's like you know, God saved us, yeah. and 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 we're always pointing towards Him, and um, He got us through it. Nice. You know, and it's all you know, and and for me and Chris, I planted seeds in Him, like way early in our music relationship and and over the years people have said you know you and chris playing guitar together is so perfect and so great and so awesome you guys worked well so well together so it was it was re- it was a major blessing that chris came back you nice. know and um he had he had some stuff that, that he had to sort out hey, and um we just love chris just come back grow you know a little bit of growth and stronger and and he played on three tracks on this album as well. He contributed yeah. rhythm guitar. Oh more than, wow, more than yes. three. Will you uh, will you be here at Fish Fest? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's been he's been back with the band for nice. a, for about, okay. a, about a year a and year? a half yeah. now. Full time. Okay. And he oh, yeah. is Wonderful. he is on this next album. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. We all yeah. played Very on good. the album because I think the time was, I kind of got acquainted with you guys, he yeah. wasn't at the time. He yeah he was absent during the time that we made Inside the Mirror. But Inside the Mirror, when we first started like recording that album. Yeah, that was in 2010, and that was when Ray LeGram was in the band. Oh wow! You know, and even before that it was Sterling Woodmill, 
you know. And um, wow, so ten and years ago, we really we tried to long. record that album like four or five times or something like that, and it just didn't happen. And then um, after uh, after Ray had left the band in 2014, Tim came into the band, and we immediately started writing and recording demos. And we were in the studio tracking. Um, that year, uh, July that, of 2015. Is that when year, tracking drums. Yeah, yeah. and then when you get into this, so that was 14, right? So the summer of 14. By the summer of 15, we were in the studio tracking drums. Right. By the summer of fifth of 16, the album came out inside the mirror. Man. And um, time flies. So, well, one of the yeah. reasons that happened is because Curtis Erdick's Audiotopia Studio in Laverne is an absolutely unbeatable value. He has all the pro gear. He's a brilliant musician. He's a great engineer, and he is affordable. We could afford to make the album. You know, that's mm-hmm. really a lot of what it boiled down to is economics. I'm not sure they can trust me to add the like the bands like like us because um, I'm going to be throwing out like Twilight Force and, and Battle Beast and Rhapsody of Fire and Therion and Camelot and Nightwish and it's like yeah we're not exactly like those bands yeah. that's just what I like you know so. yeah. well it's like I like Symphony X and Dream Theater right and, and Rush I mean that's where my my right. lifeline comes from well that's what I, you can you can hear that in the stuff well all right oh, man. and then there's also Queen. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's some. You know, it's like the last song on the album is "Heirs to the Throne," and I'm really trying to write a song that's longer than ten minutes, and that was so <laughs> close. It's still not so, there, but I do have plans to write like a twenty minute song. But um, I lo- I like long jams. Crusades <laughs> doing that. They have they have one called the Opeth Groove. It's like eleven and a half minutes. That's great. <laughs> yeah, you know. And so, like, uh, the clown in me has got to say, he's writing this, like, musical about the life of Jack the Ripper called Saucy Jack. (laughs) (laughs) You're a naughty one, Saucy Jack. Okay. So, okay. So, um, on Heirs of the Throne, the solo section, there's some Steve Vai type type things, and there's some Queen type things, and there's a more, like, you know, all my influences. It, that's in that's in all that lead work, but this is the most lead work I've ever done on, on an album, and I really owe it to the guys being very supportive, and really pushing me, and driving me crazy, and mainly it's been Tim and Curtis, and uh, and then you got the amazing talents of Andy Freeman who produced all three albums. Man. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, as as the final the final overall mixer master, that's what Andy does on, at the very end of it all. Fantastic. But uh, but yeah, Curtis he was amazing at engineering it all and um, uh, and being such a great insight on what is good and what isn't and it's and full of fresh ideas and it really it's an amazing product and it takes time it takes patience and and the way this album is it's you notice he looked at me when he said patience. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, this album is far beyond what it was two years ago. Three years ago when we were... So you didn't change writing it. Hmm? It, it, it kind of evolved as you wrote this? Is you, you saying that? You changed well, it as you yeah, wrote it? I mean, we just kept on going back in, you know. But, you know some of the songs. So, yeah. Some of the songs we went back in, you know, and, you know, and life gets in the way because we do music part-time. We all have full-time jobs. Yes, we don't make money doing music. We just want to make music, share it with people, and get out there and play for them. Beautiful. And, and send them, you know, and 
be that light in the world through Jesus Christ. Well, it's going to happen in about a week or so. I can't wait. Gentlemen, thank you again, and uh, have safe travels to you. We'll see you soon. I'm sure we'll be talking to you throughout the week, and um, we just pray for a bright, sunny day next weekend. Yes. That's it. Everything else is ready to go. But we're stoked. One more week, it will be Fish Fest 2. Come on out. Spend the day with us. And uh, gentlemen, wish you the best and uh, a lot of success with this. Can't wait to see the video. Well, now the video's out, but right now when we're recording, it's not out. So <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Shortly, right. Yeah. All right, peace. Hey, you want to make the world a better place? Commit a random act of kindness to a complete stranger.